Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today, we're going to start off with a story. Stick with me there as a point. Um, I was disinfecting something in the kitchen. And, you know, smell is a very strong trigger of memory. And that smell, all I could think of was the early days. You know, And for those who don't know, my wife, when all of that mess started, uh, she, she ran uh, a COVID wing. So every day when she came home, it was a decontamination ritual. And it just got me thinking about it. This is back when they were still saying, you know, to disinfect the packages, leave them outside in the sun, you know, <laughs> given the best information they had, erring on the side of caution, you know. And, you know, it just got me thinking about all of that stuff. And then when I finished, I had to run up to the gas station to get something. And when I'm in there, there's two people in line ahead of me, and they're talking. And they're talking about Ukraine. And one of them's like, you know, I'm glad nothing like that can happen here. And I kind of look at them, and I can feel the cashier who knows me um, staring at me. And so I kind of look back. And just giving me that face that's just, you hush, you know. <laughs> yes, ma'am. So I didn't say anything. Um, but the person that was with him kind of challenged it. And I was like, what do you mean? Can't happen here. And they had this conversation, because it's the South. They did it right there in the line. And the general consensus they came away with was that it couldn't happen here because America's got too much money. The U.S. has too much money, too much power. If something like that started, well, we'd be able to deal with it. That American exceptionalism, you know. And I get my stuff after they leave, and I come back home, and when I walk back in, I could still smell the Lysol. And it made me realize that COVID can probably teach Americans something about Ukraine. And probably teach us something about ourselves as well. So, quick timeline for everybody. December 12, 2019, the first case was identified. January 7, 2020, it was identified as uh, a novel coronavirus. And the same day, the CDC set up an incident management center. January 17th, the CDC starts to screen at airports, but it's, it doesn't matter. It's too late. It's already in Washington State. February 23rd of 2020 is uh, when Italy became the hotspot. Remember the singing? All of that. March 11th is when the World Health Organization finally was like, hey, we're in a pandemic. And, and declared that openly. March 17th, trials begin for the first vaccine, Moderna. April 10th, U.S. surpasses Italy in the number of lost. By May 9th, U.S. unemployment at 14.7%. May 28th, U.S. lost hits 100,000. September 22nd, 200,000. October 2nd, 
Trump gets it. October 7th, New Zealand declares itself COVID-free. December 11th, Pfizer is approved for emergency use. December 14th, 300,000 lost. Sandra Lindsay, on the same day, becomes the first American outside of a trial to be vaccinated. 2021, January 18th, 400,000. February 21st, 500,000. June 1st, Delta variant becomes dominant. June 15th, 600,000. October 4th, 700,000. December 15th, 800,000. 2020, February, 900,000. We just passed two uh, milestones. Worldwide, 6 million lost. In the U.S., a study concluded that we've had more than 1 million excess deaths. And going off of this, yeah, that matches up, right? Matches up with the other counts. The U.S. makes up 4.25%, roughly, of the world population. All that wealth, all that power, 16.6% of the world's lost. American exceptionalism, that's lethal in a whole bunch of ways. The U.S. has sat around screaming, we're number one, we're number one for so long, (laughs) well, we're not. A whole lot of countries handled this far better than we did. Six million worldwide, one million in the U.S., 4.25% of the population. Um, When you look at this and you think about how it happened and how you had people didn't believe that it could happen. And then you look at Ukraine and you hear people say, well, it couldn't happen here because we have too much money and power. Money and power couldn't stop a virus. Money and power are typically things that feed conflict. The United States has uh, succumbed to bumper sticker patriotism. Slap that American flag on your car and well, it's because we're the greatest country on the planet. The way we have jumped from calamity to calamity lately and done less than well in handling them should probably give Americans pause. We should probably start to think about what exactly we want. Because right now, we're so convinced that we're number one. We're still looking around as countries all over the world pass us because we've become apathetic to everything around us. 
because we don't care about our local communities. Because we have invested more in party and personality than we have in policy. It's probably something that it is way past time to address. We want to claim ourselves to be the world leader. Funny thing about that is you actually have to lead. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.